On the morning of May 16th, OpenAI CEO Sam Altman, alongside leaders and luminaries from IBM and NYU, completed their first congressional testimony. Over the course of nearly three hours, the OpenAI CEO called for extensive regulation, including a new government agency charged with licensing AI models. Senator Blumenthal, who chairs the Senate Judiciary Subcommittee, opened the session by playing an audio sample where his own voice and remarks were created by artificial intelligence. It was a notable moment in the halls of Congress as people sat back, almost aghast at what they were hearing. Change is here. And after hearing that generated audio clip, with its uncanny tone and resemblance, even those who may not fully understand the power of this technology adjusted in their seats to recast their questions in their mind while anticipating the day's testimony with Sam Altman, Christina Montgomery, and Gary Marcus. There has been much analysis and unpacking of that day's session, followed by sessions in June and scheduled for July, where these leaders will be further answering and providing potential imagined solutions. As part of the series for leading change in the era of AI, I want to share with you all my initial insights following that session. Sam Altman joined his co-founder in a dynamic discussion on a podcast hosted by Reid Hoffman earlier this year. That episode is worth a listen, if not a few lessons, because in that episode, Sam stated that every business is a language business. And he goes on to stress the importance of exploring the potential to apply large language models to every business. It is the application of large language models in business that brings about the innovation we are seeing in Microsoft's Copilot and Google's Project Tailwind. And it is the same application in various systems and which ones get aligned to that spawns continuous cautionary tales many of which the world heard that day in May in testimony. I strongly agree with Sam's testimony, position, and insight shared that day. I have echoed many times that words make worlds, and as we learn more about the power of this technology in application and innovation, U.S. governing leaders compare its significance to the pivot point of the printing press. That was a technology that had the power to scale words which made worlds. And those words changed the world. That is why we must protect the power of words to not promulgate disinformation, unfair attribution, and false attestation. Just as we have a choice in how we lead others in change and how we expose people to change, any and all change must be supported by governance and guidelines to assure safety and security amidst that change. Change is inherently a scary sensation to any human, and that makes us human. So assurances and security must be included to help humans integrate, land, and thrive amidst change. Sam on previous podcasts and in the day's testimony speaks to the power of leading incremental change, infused with transparency and trust at every turn. This is why it pays, in a currency almost unmatched, to test and learn, work out loud, and invite others in to pressure test what systems we are making to improve humanity through productivity. This is not merely a systems issue. 
This is not limited to tools and data sources. This is very much a human condition challenge. It's why architects of change and directors of change, those who understand the human condition, when cast against the background of technology-driven enterprise change. It's why we must be part of the solution going forward. We must be brave enough to ask the question, what happens when our systems do not serve our desired outcomes? Sam and his co-founder, Greg, are brave enough to ask those questions repeatedly. And we don't have to look too far to see how social media platforms and systems of promised engagement, eroded trust, increased loneliness, and infected households and homes. Nearly 20 years on since the advent of Facebook, the harm we could have stopped, but didn't, now presents itself in long discussions on the application of generative AI. The questions posed endlessly in many school hallways, boardrooms, and dining rooms remain. Can AI solidly and safely amplify the likelihood of the desired outcomes that benefit all of humanity? And can it do that in an unbridled fashion? Clearly, we heard in the testimony, the answer is no, at least not yet. Sam and his peers spoke eloquently, nearly pleading for sensible safeguards to accompany the powers of enablement and promised productivity. The founders of OpenAI remind us that we should focus on the drivers of progress, not just the signs of progress. That means we have permission to think not just about the results and outcomes, but perhaps more importantly, the behaviors and risks we are taking and promoting to get towards those outcomes. It is those behaviors that will alter our humanity. This is about so much more than key performance indicators. This is about knowingly purposeful interactions, whereby the technologies and tools we use should help us increase our humanity, making every interaction more powerful, purposeful, and pragmatic. We must ask ourselves in a continuous manner, where does humanity need help? Yes, it needs help with specialization and personalization, but at what cost? We must not make the same mistake of these past two decades, whereby dopamine hijacking technology stole our collective ability to discern and defend our health and humanity. Much like social media, only faster, generative AI has burst into our public consciousness. And when these moments happen, we must put architects of change on it and amidst it to focus on the potential of progress and the potency of our humanity. So how do we balance our ethical and moral obligations with this insatiable hunger for advancement does that start with a pause? Does it look like a slowing? Well, it certainly demands discernment and discussion with delegates. We heard unanimous roll calls recently, a rather historic moment in the halls of Congress for the protection of children against the evils of social media. If this is in fact a printing press moment, leaders like Sam Altman stress that we have to work together to make it so whereby it benefits all of humanity. It was stated numerous times in testimony, 
that regulatory intervention is critical. Licensing and testing requirements should be put in place to keep a focus on reducing the downsides while enjoying the upsides. What does this look like? IBM poses this in four points. Different rules for the greatest risks. Clear guidance on the risks. Transparency at all turns. Nothing hidden, no tricks. And finally, showing impact through detailed assessments. These four focuses align to how great change is managed in a digital-first world. To prepare the workforces of today and for tomorrow with AGI, we must deliver change anchored in care first. An unyielding commitment to better understanding the human condition must be at the heart of every investment, every inquiry, and each prompt. That will bring about true transformation. There's a grand call for a central clearinghouse in leading this change accompanying generative AI. We as directors, architects, leaders, and managers of change must answer this call. Because as IBM reminded us in that day's session, society grants us a license to operate. And companies like IBM and OpenAI and Microsoft and Google and many more will require unique skills and passion to help navigate uncharted roads of change, all the while installing guardrails to keep us safe and thriving amidst this technology revolution. We're here to help. Reach out. We cannot do any of this alone, and we always go farther when we go together. Till next time.